Do you ever find yourself weighed down by your past and unable to become your very best because of things that happened to you in your life previously? Welcome to the Transformative Daft. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 24 and we learn that everyone has a history. Everyone has trials and tribulations, embarrassing moments in their life. The tzaddik, the righteous person, is the one who has the ability to brush themselves off and move ahead. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my chavrissa today. I like to begin with a story. Following the Babylonian exile, Ezra and Nehemiah led the Jewish people back to Israel. Life hadn't been easy in the diaspora, neither materially or spiritually. Many of the returning Jews were intermarried, and many of the Kohanim had married women who were forbidden to them. Nehemiah himself was placed in a compromised position as advisor to Persian Emperor Darius II. One of his professional duties was royal wine taster. This role was designed to ensure that nobody had poisoned the king's drink. Nehemiah would taste it first, and only once it had passed his lips faultlessly was the king's goblet poured. But that task was halachically problematic. For a Jew may not partake of wine belonging to a Gentile, regardless of its kosher status, for such wine is often used for religious libation purposes. What was Nehemiah to do? The sages granted him a special exception, for his position of statesman was important for the safety and security of the entire Jewish people. Consequently, he became known as Hartashasa, meaning permitted to drink. Let's look at today's Gemara. Rabbi Yossi says, Great is the power of presumptive status, as it is stated, and of the children of the priests, the children of Chavayah, the children of Hakotz, the children of Barzillai, who took a wife of the daughters of Barzillai the Gileadite, and was called after their name. These sought their register of the genealogy, but it was not found. Therefore they were deemed tainted and put from the priesthood. And Hartashasa said unto them that they should not partake of the most sacred items until there stood up a priest with Urim Vatumim. Rabbi Yossi explains, Nehemiah said to the priest whose status was uncertain, You maintain your presumptive status. Of what did you partake in exile? It was the consecrated items eaten in the outlying areas the Truma produce. Here too you may continue to partake of the consecrated items eaten in the outlying areas. Let's analyze today's Gemara. When the Kohanim returned from the Babylonian exile, many of them couldn't prove their priestly status. The members of the basin found themselves in a quandary. How could they allow these self-identifying priests to partake of the temple sacrifices without evidence of their lineage? After all, the incidence of inappropriate marital unions in Babylonia was no secret. And yet, here were fine individuals accustomed to the priestly privileges and duties throughout their lives. They were always called first the Torah, they would bless the people from the Duchen, and they would eat the Trumatides. The great leader Nehemiah found a solution. While it was true that the inconclusive proof of their lineage impeded their ability to serve in the Holy Temple, there was no reason to disallow their engagement in priestly life as they'd been heretofore accustomed. If they ate Truma until now, then they were likewise entitled to maintain all previously held privileges. The fact that they couldn't partake of the Temple sacrifices shouldn't be seen as any slight to their status. After all, they'd never previously partaken of the sacrifices. The status quo would be maintained without anyone losing his established rights. But as the book of Ezra recounts the incident, Nehemiah's real name is not used. Instead, he is referred to by his nickname, Hartashasa. Why might that be? So imagine how these poor, t- downtrodden Kohanim must have felt. 
Life in the diaspora was bitter and extraordinarily challenging. It was hard enough to maintain one's faith in Jewish practice, let alone the additional stringencies placed upon the priestly families. And some of them would have felt really unfairly treated. They'd done their very best under trying circumstances. Sometimes they'd succeeded, other times they'd struggled, but here they were back in Jerusalem, back home in the land of their ancestors, and they were facing further tests of their faith. Could they be blamed for what happened in Babylonia? Life was impossible. Think about what would have been going through many of their minds once they heard that their status couldn't be validated. Who wants to be known as a doubtful Cohen? Who wants to be seen as a doubtful anything? It's downright embarrassing. Without the right papers, maybe it would be easier just to become a regular Israel. Why bother volunteering the information that back in Babylonia I was a Cohen if I'm not going to be accepted here anyway? Let me just keep my head down and be a good everyday Jew. There's no need to complicate my life and my kids' story. Why even go there? And undoubtedly, there was some Kohanim who felt so insulted by the suggestion that they were anything less than perfect that they were willing to throw in the towel and walk away from Jewish communal life. After all they'd been through, only to be told that their status was suspect, could they be blamed for feeling that way? In their minds, it wasn't even worth wasting their breath on a conversation with Nehemiah. He obviously didn't trust them. While Nehemiah couldn't completely alleviate their pain, suffering, and doubt, he could at least empathize with them. He stood up before the people and began his speech with a story. Friends, I know better than most how challenging life was in Babylonia. I too had religious complexities that I had to deal with. Remember that royal Hartushasa? Well, that was me. I might be dealing with my past, but I haven't quit, and neither should you. Sometimes in life, we feel unworthy of being in certain settings and situations. You might have things that have happened in your life or things that you've done that you're embarrassed about. Here's what you need to know. Nobody's life is perfect and all rosy. It often looks like that from the outside, but every person on the planet undergoes a life of ups and downs. Your mission on earth is to grow from every experience, hold your head high and forge ahead. You can bet that those individuals who have no story have accomplished very little in their lives. Anyone who has achieved has undergone struggles, challenges, and setbacks along the way. And as King Solomon declares, there is not a man on earth who does what is righteous and never sins. Nobody's perfect, and no person's life plays out exactly as he planned and expected. We all have challenges and tests in life. If we were to pass every one of those tests, it would mean that the challenges were too easy. God gives each of us a different set of trials and tribulations. Some of them will pass. Others will remind us that we still have a long way to go in our spiritual journeys. Don't let your past weigh you down. Hashem loves you unconditionally. May you embrace your challenges as part and parcel of the story of your life, knowing that every single person has a history of trials and tribulations, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe. To achieving a life of simcha and purpose, transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press 
and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, the transformative Daf. Yeah.